0: Hi, and welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn.
1: And I'm Katie Glenn.
0: And we are so delighted to have you with us today. We're going to go into a lesson today where we talk about the day-to-day marriage life because it is a day-to-day encouragement, but it's also a day-to-day challenge. So we're going to talk about that today, but first... Before we continue, let's pray. Father, thank you for the institution of marriage. We thank you that, uh, Lord, you initiated it and between a husband and a wife, that the two shall become one flesh and be joined together and that we would prosper together. Lord, marriage is a great institution and we rely on it. We rely on each other and we thank you, God, because you put marriage in place and you're gonna keep it in place. So we ask all these things in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to start out with a story that's very familiar to you. It's about the prodigal son, and we're going to draw some parallels to the prodigal son in day-to-day marriage. So Katie, why don't you go through that story? Okay. We're going to go through it briefly. We're going to go through the whole text.
1: Well, with the story of the prodigal son that you can find in the book of Luke, uh, he wanted the one. He, there were two sons. One son wanted his inheritance early, and he wanted to leave his father's house. So he, the father, granted him the inheritance, which wasn't really done like that back in those no, days. No, it's not. No, you had to wait until your parent passed away. But the father was okay if this is what you want. So. He gave him his inheritance. The son, you know, ran off to a, another town, another city, and just fooled that money away. He wasted it on, on gambling, on partying, pot, uh, partying, drinking, sex, and just just fooled it up, just messed it all up. And the money ran, finally the money ran out, yeah. and he hit rock bottom. And he really, and at that point, that's when you come to your senses. When you hit rock bottom, you realize, you know, what am I going to do now? So he realized then that he was better off at home. Yep. He was better off at home, just being one of the humbling himself and and starting to roll back to his life, you know. Coming so, back to his father, yeah. Right, coming, coming back, back to his, to his father, father's house. Right. So if we look at the father's response now the father saw him coming from afar and he was so excited. The father was just hoping and praying that he would return soon because he knew, you know, that money wasn't going to last forever. And even from a very far distance, the father could recognize his son. And his father uh, ran up to him and Hugged him, and you know, he didn't. He was just so happy for him to come home. He kissed him. He called his servants to come and put a, a ring on his finger and a beautiful robe around him and to bring him, you know, new clean sandals. And they were going to have a big party the par- for this boy coming home. The father
0: back. threw a party right. when his son yes. came home, killed the fattened calf, and all that kind of stuff. It was a joyous occasion. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and uh, you know, he did this because he missed his son and he loved his son so deeply. Amen. And Amen. so, you know, in marriage, uh, we find that in marriage as well. We how
0: all mess
1: up. We all mess up. Right? Even
0: in the best of marriages, right. we all mess up. And guess what? When we mess up, somebody in that marriage gets hurt. Somebody's feelings get hurt Somebody's uh, ego gets hurt In those mess ups And we're going to talk about that today we're going to give you some solutions
1: And some, uh, you know, when you mess up in your marriage Some offenses are greater than others Yes But all hurt the other spouse They do Whatever happens, all hurts the other spouse But when you you see your spouse mess up like that in, in your eyes You know, do they then see Jesus in you? And I in think responding to what happened.
0: I think that's the question of the day. When I mess up, do you see what's your response? Is your response right. like Jesus or is your response in the flesh? When vice versa, when you mess up, is my response more what Jesus would how Jesus would right. respond, or is right. it more in the flesh? How you know, and so that's the question of the day for us as married couples. How are we responding to the mess ups?
1: Right. Um, Responding—it shouldn't be like a knee-jerk response. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we have talked through all of our different lessons that we need to stop and check ourselves before we respond. Pray to over make that sure exactly, to make sure that we are—you know—we're saying the the right thing, that we're we're not condemning them, or you know, we're just not just so angry with them that we just blurt out and say something bad to them
0: now I want to point out that some offenses are much more egregious than others okay when you're talking about adultery when you're talking about abandonment when you're talking about abuse Mm -hmm. you're talking about the big three and and there, there are others but those are major offenses but those offenses can also be forgiven if in fact you go, through, we go through the steps of getting the right tools to do so, getting together with your local church, getting some a body of believers, some married couples around you, getting solid Christian counseling, right. some pastoral counseling. Those steps can be overcome. However, most of marriage is not lived in those major offenses right. where somebody has adultery or somebody abandons you or mm-hmm. somebody abuses you. Now that can happen, and it does, but most of marriages lived in what we call the tyranny of the urgent, which means it's the day-to-day stuff right. that day just kind of builds up, and you know, it just builds up in marriage, and you're like, Arr! you know, because <laughs> it's one of those, it's those things, and we've got a list of those things that kind of build up in marriage, and it kind of sabotages, or as my friend Roger likes to say, it derails marriage. So, why don't you go through our list? It yeah, with so,
1: so, you know, the everyday, everyday things that we encounter uh, include, like, just misunderstandings.
0: Okay, misunderstandings right. happen. You thought one thing, right. I thought another thing. We thought we were on the same page, right. we then, really weren't.
1: Then we clash, and it's like, well, what happened there? You know, but so I thought
0: you said. Right,
1: exactly. So, okay. those, you know, those things happen all the time. Another one is uh, disappointments. Okay. You could dis- be disappointed in what has happened or what decision was made. Maybe mm-hmm. you didn't really agree on the decision, but it went. we tried it anyway, and it was the disappointment. And those things kind of eat at you oh, as yeah. you're, you're going through day-to-day everything. Say it. Um, another is falsely accusing each other of something. Uh, uh, of motives that are incorrect yeah
0: when you did this I know what you were thinking and right. I know that you did this because of this you know and no it may or may not be sometimes our, we falsely accuse each other of motives that the other person just simply right. does not have they, they weren't thinking that way mm-hmm. they didn't intend it to right, be that way to, to the intent wasn't like there yeah, yeah. so,
1: so those, those little things happen um, lying or misrepresenting something to each other you know and mm. then you, you kind of get caught up in that and it's like oh well I meant such-and-such such, but happens a lot with know. the kids you know yeah. we
0: make a decision or we think we've made a decision we think we're uh, in, 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 in unison on that and one of the kids steers another parent to the other side <laughs> and they and you go Shit. well wait a minute I thought we discussed this and right there and it's maybe not lying but there's some misrepresentation going on there like mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. you know we really right. didn't and. <laughs> Or and it comes a lot of, and a lot of the area comes in spending. Well, I really didn't yeah. spend that much money, and well, we really did spend that much money, and uh, yeah. So the misrepresentation, or the or the lying, or yeah. fudging on the truth comes in those areas a right.
1: lot. Another area is uh, withholding sex. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. It can it be can't weaponized. can't. Right. It can be weaponized. Um, uh, even just not talking to each other. Well, now, I mean. You get kind of. Yeah. Upset about something. It's like you just cut off the communication. What's
0: wrong with you? Nothing. Right. That's the one word you get out. One, right. Nothing, so you know something is up, and, <laughs> and you know something's wrong <laughs> when answer. ain't nothing wrong. When nothing's wrong, you know something's wrong because right, that's exactly. the only word you get. Nothing. Nothing.
1: That's it. Another is displaying anger. You know, we can get angry at each other, Oh, yeah. You know, and, and start into some. Uh, what would you call it? An intense fellowship. Yeah, intense and, fellowship. Uh, behaviors you know, that are we not. We just need to stop and. Just think about what what's getting ready to happen or what's getting worse and worse. Another is uh, selfishness and pride. You know, Ooh. we're just only thinking about ourselves in a situation. I know no
0: marriage is really selfish, is it? You know, well, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, it keep, we'll keep moving. Right. We'll keep moving. <laughs> on. There's no that. selfishness in marriage. Right. Amen. Right. And,
1: then, and then there's pride when you oh, want right. to admit that you know you said something wrong or something is not right. Or, as we said earlier,
0: the mishandling of money. Right. Uh, those exactly. are things that, t- those are the day to day things that kind of, they're not the super egregious offenses, but mm-hmm. there's the day to day offenses that just go, and you forgot to put that in the checkbook, and what, Ooh. we spent what on this? Right. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Boy. Those are the, <laughs> the those are the, those are the day-to-days that tend to take marriage and uh, ball us up in a knot mm-hmm. where, you know, you just feel like, okay, this is going to wow. be a challenge.
1: And we all know it just it happens all the time.
0: All the time. It just happens all the time. So what do we do? What? Now, the
1: question is, how will we respond to all of these there issues go. that come up? Um, are we going to respond like Jesus? Well. Be compassionate <laughs> and forgiving and give you grace Or are we just gonna snap at each other? And you know, a lot of times that happens. You you snap at each other and you never get anything, you know, it's just not a good situation. But then you have to pause and, and, and think about Jesus. Like, you know, what would Jesus do in this yeah, situation? we're going to be either in Jesus How or we're going to be respond? in the flesh, one or the right. other. We're going to be in Jesus
0: or we're going to be in that exactly. flesh, you know, and that flesh uh, is strong. It, it pulls you like, it ain't going to do that to me, you know, I, I, I don't have to take that.
1: And then a lot of times all these issues build up, these little oh, things yeah. build up, you know, because you haven't kind of talked about them because you've been angry or whatever. Ticking time bomb. A ticking time bomb. So you know, often, sometimes you may get a, a, a desire to uh, just like leave or just run away from the situation, you know, and that's uh, not a good thing. No, it that's not. You got to stay and fight. You got to stay and
0: <laughs> hang in there. Hang in there. Let, right, uh, what are right. some of the tools? How are we gonna How are we gonna hang in there during those times when these situations creep into our marriage and they creep in periodically and. Pretty regularly on in some cases What mm-hmm. do we
1: do? Um, well All of these things happen These pressures tend to draw the joy Out of your marriage oh, and yeah. like, The thing is to bring that joy Back to your to marriage And one is to Pray for each other Amen. Pray for your spouse Pray for each other Who's having the, the real problem You know,
0: you know I, I could feel it When you started praying for me I, I mean it wasn't something you even told me necessarily that you were doing mm-hmm. but I could feel that you were praying for me I think the next one is to pray with, with your e- spouse right pray
1: pray with each other for sure
0: hard to be angry at somebody that you're praying with it's real hard right. to be angry right. with somebody that uh praying with you to the Lord on one end and uh, you know, so it, it, it kind of bonds us, brings us back to a sense right. of reality. We're talking
1: about doing it on a daily basis. Daily. I mean, like every day, because every day something happens. Every yes. day something comes up. There's an it's opportunity. Just little things that just drive you crazy. There's an opportunity you know? for
0: greatness in marriage every day, and there's an opportunity for disaster every day. And we got to choose right. the greatness in the right. marriage.
1: Right. you got to choose the, the best part of it. And best outcomes. You know, another is to start start your communication over again. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out how to, how to speak uh, better with each other, give more information, that sort of thing, so you don't run into these little things all the time, or, or less than, you know, usual. Another thing is to, um, you know, find, do something fun with each other. You know, that kind of, like we said uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, have humor. In your marriage, Amen. have laughter and do something fun together. That kind of, you know, takes you out of that. Um, the
0: tyranny of the urgent.
1: The tyranny of the urgent, and you know, just to enjoy each other mm. instead of you know, complaining or fussing about something that happened. Amen. And uh, one other thing is to um, spice up your love life. You Ooh. know, make your bedroom your sanctuary, and that's a, a, a good way to. To forgiveness and to really show how much we love each other. Yeah, to
0: come back together. I mean, I have a suggestion for those of you who have young children, uh, you know, hey. Put some rules in place. Lock the door. Right. Uh, no, you just don't barge in. You know, knock on the door before you right. come in. You have to knock. You know, if this is our sanctuary, then you have to follow some of the rules of the sanctuary. You know, right. we have rules in our church in the sanctuary: no eating, no drinking, no this. And mm-hmm. but those are good rules because we want to keep the sanctuary nice looking right. and holy. Now, uh, but we also have a, a relaxation, a relaxed version of our sanctuary, where we just want you to freely worship, you know? We want our kids to be able to come in and, and enjoy us, but we want to have some boundaries in that. Right,
1: right. Another thing is to develop a hobby together. Yes. Find something that you, you may like or just, you know, try different things. Try different hobbies that, that come up that, you know, you may find one that interests the both of you. And it's uh, I think it's so much fun just to try mm-hmm. new things. Yep. When you kind of get stuck in a rut, it's like, oh, let's go, you know, Let's do something else. Let's try something new. Um, travel, you know, Love you it. can go on a, a little mini vacation, a mini weekend at a hotel, and just with the pool and just you know enjoy yourselves together with that. Yeah, we don't do that very well, but we have to work on that. We're getting better though. Yeah, we're we getting are. a lot
0: better. Uh, we can, you can do local travel, international travel. You can travel to the United States. There's a lot of things to see yeah. and a lot of adventures to be had. I would right. say travel more.
1: Yeah, again, going back to romancing your spouse, you know, and just, because uh, we fall fallen, really fall in love with each other each and every day. Because something happens that just warms your heart, and it's like, oh my God, I, I love that man or I love that woman. <laughs> and so if you keep that up, you know, you're still, you're going to be connected in a, keep in a much better way. Keep romancing each other. Right. And also to look at the value in your relationship. I mean, we're together for a reason. And, you know, we have to value each other, each other's opinions, Amen. each other's thoughts. And, you know, even though you go through these prickly times, you know, that's all part of the relationship. So. It's part of it. It's
0: part of it's it. part of it. There, there's going to be some highs and lows in marriage and mm-hmm. hopefully more highs than lows. and right. uh, But value the relationship. This is the most important relationship apart from Jesus that you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. So value that relationship. Make it a priority.
1: Right.
0: Invest in it. Invest in Daily. it. Daily.
1: Commit to it. Amen. Commit to your marriage. Uh, let's see here. The Apostle Paul tells us that when we marry, our attention is divided; can mm-hmm. be divided. But the good news is that we, as couples, can share the load together.
0: Yeah, that's the good news. Uh, Paul mentions, as Katie said, that you know when you marry, it's better for you to remain single. But when you marry, your attentions are going to be divided. You're speaking in terms of serving God. Uh, but we can share the load in marriage. Marriage is such a beautiful institution because yeah. we can do certain things together. And it's it's good to be have a partner in life, to go oh, through no. life. We look at our marriage like it's a journey together. We're on yes. this magnificent yes. journey together. And we are each other's mission field. Right.
1: We need a lot of work. You need a lot of work in your marriage. And when you and admit that, you're on your way to having a great marriage. Right. And when we embark on this journey you know, we draw closer to each other but we should also draw closer to God.
0: It will inevitably draw you closer to right. God.
1: And and you know, that that connection there will get you through whatever comes down the pipe Amen. That will get you through everything. Say it. And you know, marriage is great, but we can make it, you know, even greater by keeping Jesus in the center of our lives in the center of our decisions and the in the center of, you know, everything that we get that we do.
0: Yeah. uh i think that my final thought for this lesson would be yes there is a day-to-day grind in marriage and it tends to wear you down it tends to take steal some of the joy from our marriages but we need to like when you get a shot and it infuses some 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 health back into you we need to give a shot and and inject some health back into our marriages I uh, wish we could just take a pill and all of a sudden our marriages would pop back into shape. But we got to do the day to day hard work to right. make our marriages better, right. make them greater. Sometimes the difference, couples, is not between bad and good. The difference is between better and best. Better and best. Having a good marriage, having a better marriage, having a great marriage. And that should be our goal.
1: And let me add these last two things in here that we have to choose to forgive each other. Yes. You know, because those little things happen all the time. We just have to learn how to, to forgive whatever is wrong. So you're saying on. it's a choice. It's a choice. We need to humble ourselves and, and, and admit when maybe we started something or you have to admit your part in the whole situation. Amen. And uh, we have to respond, you know, when we mess up with compassion and with grace that, you know, you know, we know you this really you didn't really mean to say that or do that or whatever but give each other grace so that we can move on and then um, just to love each other deeply
0: amen any final thoughts from you
1: just to keep loving I just when people say you know they were um, married for so many years or you know maybe it's a, a first year anniversary and I always just keep keep. I make a little note that says just keep loving each other
0: my final thought is To love each other deeply, love compassionately, and stay married couples. It's worth it. Stay married. So until next time, we want your marriage to be Sensational. sensational.